Okay, Bracha is Daf Memdal and Amanalaf. We're learning again Shabbos Chos the first time for Beit Liantla Pas Marim Fega. Zok the Mishnah Hevil the front of Meliach Tchilo Upas Imai. They bring him. They bring in front of a person. He's being served the salty food and bread with it. Mavarech al Meliach. You make a bracha on a salty item, your pickle or whatever it is. Or Poiter as a pass, and you don't make a bracha on the bread. The Gemara is going to ask, Wow, that's it's a shocker. You're not making a bracha on bread. Why Shapas to fail? The pass is tough to it, and this is the rule of Iker and Tafel. They have, you have your intent is to eat one thing, and the only the second food is just there to help you get it down as like a chaser. So then we see you make a bracha on the Iker and a patras that's fail. Okay, it's a limited case when, when this would be your classic Iker Vatafa that you learn in, uh, in Halacha is a mixture. You have a salad, so then we try to figure out which one to make the bracha on. But here you're eating two separate foods. I'm eating a salty food, and then I'm eating this bread, so I do not make a bracha on the bread. Zah, Cloud, the mission says, Kol shu ikr of imat tefillah, anytime you have ikr and with it you're eating a tafel, mevarech ala ikr, you make a bracha on the ikr, rupaiter es tefillah, and it patters the tafel. So the Gemara asks, Kumi ikr midi, tahavi maliach ikr, rupaiter tefillah, can you find me something that, the, that bread is going to be a tafel? Bread is satiates, lechem, kiala lechem levada yichia adam. People, right, that's not really what the Pasuk says, but people live on bread. So how are you going to find a case where bread is the tafel? We are talking about when he ate the fruits of Ginoiser. There's a place of Ginoiser near the uh, Kinneret, and these fruits were so sweet that it was so sweet that you couldn't eat them as, as is, so they had to add salt to it. But once you eat it with the salt, it's too salty, you can't uh, handle it. So you have to eat bread with it to, to, as, to chase the, salty, the salted sweet fruits of Ginoiser. Okay, so When we went uh, after Rabbi Yechanan to, uh, to eat Paris Kenaiser, when we had a hundred people with us, so each one of us took ten fruits to bring back for Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan loved this fruit, so they would bring back ten, ten each. When we had ten people uh, going, when there was ten tamidim, so then everyone together, everyone took a hundred each. When there was uh, when there was a hundred of them, so there was a. Uh, I'm sorry, a hundred of these fruits would would um, would take would fill uh, a basket of three saw. Okay, but basically, uh, it'll ha- that, that's what he's eating. 30 sa. How does it, how does it go? It's 30, 30 sa of Paris Kenoisa. That's what Rabbi Yechen was eating. And he would eat it. He would swear that I didn't eat any food. He would swear that this isn't food. So the Gemara says, Can you tell me that he didn't eat any food? What he meant to say was, this is not filling. Even though he's eating baskets and baskets of this salted uh, Genoisa fruit, he would, he would say, I'm, I'm not satiated from this. Okay, that's the end of this. Um, uh, I'm sorry, not yet. We're still, still with this Genoisa fruit. He would eat this. When there was a, there was a, there would be a fly on his, uh, on his forehead, would, would, uh, would slip. It wouldn't be able to be on his forehead because his pores were oozing out uh, sweat because this was so fatty and sweet, this uh, Genoisa fruit. They would eat it. 
Ad Nasser Mazayu until their hairs would fall out. Rab Shimon Lakish have Achel Ad Mar until he would go go crazy. Varmal who Rab Yechonel and the Benesi Rab Yechonel was Rabbi Shlakish's Chavrusa, his friend. He would tell the house of the Nesiya. They would send uh, people to, to bring him back, and bring him back home. Meaning, this could get you drunk, this genoise uh, fruit. Okay, at the end of the day, the only time the Gemara says we're limiting this ikr v'tafel when I eat a salty item, and then, then I'm eating a bread separately, to, uh, to chase that, the only time you do not make a bracha on that bread is either the way the, way to see, the, way the Gemara seems that you're eating this genoise fruit, or something that's so strong that you literally have no intention, you cannot handle it, so you, that's where you have to chase it down. So the Mishra says that would be the only time where you're, you would not make a bracha on bread. The cases are limited. Most of the time when you're eating bread and a pickle or whatever, you're, you're someone's drinking vodka, but they have to eat some cake, usually you, you, you were ha- no, but there you want both. Most cases you would not be a nikr unless you're eating it together as a taruvas, but if you're eating it separately, 99% of the time you would make two separate brachas. I'm sorry, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yes. Ki asr ravdimi amar. Ravdimi came, he said, There was a, a small uh, town, a small city, that Yana HaMelech had, Behar HaMelech, it was called Har HaMelech, Mount of the King, they would have to feed uh, 600,000 uh, uh, baskets, barrels of tourists. Tourists, according to Rashi, in many places in Shas means tuna. So they had to feed the uh, people that were cutting down, harvesting the figs, 600,000 buckets of tuna, per week. That's how many figs there were. That people were, they were so, they needed so many workers to be cutting down figs, they need 600,000 buckets of tuna to feed them every week. Okay, just telling us the, the great uh, nisim of Eretz Yisrael, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came, Amr, he said, There was a certain tree on this mountain. So they would have, they would take down, they would take down from it four, 40 sa, which is a lot, that's a, that's a mikvah, of goizalais, of, uh, of, of these uh, pigeons. From three different brechos um, is a uh, nestling that's uh, when, when the eggs are, are laid. Yeah. What? Brechos? Yeah, brechos. No, it's broods. Okay. Per month. Fine. So you're just showing how many uh, the nisim that were going on in Eretz at that time. The Goif Nishima. There was a there was a town, there was a city near to Israel. His name was Goifness. Shehoyu ba Shmoinim Zugim Achim Kahanim. Nesuim la Shmoinim Zugois Achoyes Kahanes. He said eighty sets of of uh, two Kahanim brothers that married two daughters, that, two sisters that were from uh, Kahanim, daughters of Kahanim, which is odd, right? But that's it was eighty. There was eighty of them in this city. So that's a lot. Botkur Abbanan, so the Abbanan uh, checked Misura of Adn from Surah, this is in Babel, from Surah until uh, Adn they checked the whole, uh, the whole map. They didn't find any of them. Bar mi bante de Rav there was the daughters of Rav Chista, Davin and Sivan, they were married to two brothers. But that's it. So they were, I guess they were two daughters of, of Kahanim. And they were married to two brothers, but they weren't Kahanam. But Rami sorry, Right, so even though the they were they were daughters of the, the girls were 
sisters, they were they were from Kahanim, but Inu Lehavi Kahanim. But then they, the Rabbi Rachama and Marukva were not were not Kahanim. So that's as close as we got. In Eretz so they had two Kahanim. He had two Schwartzes marrying two uh, two Khans, right? They had eighty of them. But in Eretz in Babel, they couldn't find one one of these sets. The closest we got was you had two brothers marrying two sisters that were daughters of Kahanim. That's as close as they got. Okay? I'm a Rav. Suda shame a melech in a suda. Any suda doesn't have salt on it. It's not considered a meal. I'm Rav here, but Abba, I'm Rav Yechanan. Kosuda shame a serif. Any suda that they do not serve soup in a suda, that is not considered a meal. So uh, you have to serve soup. Okay? Zok to Mishnah. Someone eats grapes, figs, or or pomegranates. So you have to make a uh, you have to bench on them. Wow. That's the shita of Rabbi Gamliel. All you have to do is make a ala eight. Not three brachas, one bracha. Even if you ate soup, and that's your meal, you have to bench on it. Fine. That's the first part of the Mishnah. Next part of the Mishnah. If someone drinks water because he's thirsty, not for any other reason, not to take a pill, not to uh, get hydrated before Yom Kippur, but if he's thirsty. You make a shahakoni bavari. No, you make a bari nefashas rabbis v'chasredin before you drink your water. Again, we know we don't pass in the Kriptafen, but we'll see the Gemara. My timer de Rabbi Gamliel. What's the reason, Rabbi Gamliel, that you have to bench after you ate uh, fruits of the Shiva Saminim? So, if you have the uh, Psukim in the Sadi Gemara, it's very easy to follow. So, uh, in Devarim Paraches Pasuches, here's the first Pasuk there. Eretz Chitos Ayre Gefen Tein Rimon Eretz Zeshem Udvash. That's the Psukim of the Shiva Saminim. Then it says, Eretz Asher Loi Bimis Kenos Toicha Balechem. You won't eat lechem in poverty. And the next Pasuk says, then you bench. So when, when the Torah tells me to bench in Pasuk Yud, so is it going on Pasuk Ches as well? Pasuk Ches told me the Shiva Saminim, right? So comes my time to Gamliel, and then two Pesukim later, next Pasuk says, So I have the Chiva benching right after the, obligation, the, the Shiva Saminim. So therefore, all seven species, you would have to bench on. You eat grapes, you have to bench. That's what the Pasuk says. So that seems very good. But on the argument, they say, no, you only have to bench on bread. There's a middle Pasuk there. The second Pasuk says, Eretz, and then it says Lechem. Eretz, Hifzika Indian. Eretz tells me that but the previous Pasuk has nothing to do with the Yochata of the Savata. Why don't we say Eretz? Is mafzik the Indian that we should say that the the obligation of benching is only on bread and not on the shiva saminim? So the Gemara says, That's the second. This pasuk of Eretz Asher Loi B'Misukein is Toichel Balechem. Why does the Torah have to tell me Toichel Balechem? It already said Chita. What is Chita? Chita is bread. So the reason why the pasuk had to emphasize bread is coming to tell me that when the Torah says Chita Usa'ira. It, it's specifically uh, you're only going to bench if those are made into a bread. However, let's say you're eating kernels, 
or you're eating a barley, whole barley, so then you wouldn't bench on that. So how do I know that? From this middle pasuk. The middle pasuk told, told me, Eret Hashem, but it's not telling me that ignore the previous pasuk, it's just explaining the previous pasuk. So according to Gamaliel, it's explaining the previous pasuk, so all Shivas Aminim, you got to bench on. What's this Lechem telling me? Lechem's telling me, Chita only has Lechem, but not regular Chita. The Rabbanon are telling me, no. Eretz is telling me that ignore Pasuk Ches when it comes to the next Pasuk of benching. And we bench only on bread. We don't bench on grapes or all the other Shiva Saminim except for uh, bread. Even Rabbi Gamliel would agree with Shiva Saminim. It's not Shiva Saminim exactly. Like Chita wouldn't be. It has to be, right, only, only Lechem. That, that, that's what he needs this Pasuk. Right. That's a shot. Good. Amar Rabbi Yaakov Eidi Amar Chanina. Kol Shumei Chamesh Saminim. Anything that has one of the five grains. Batchilim Avarech Lebarbanei Mazarnas. Before you eat it, you make a barbanei mazarnas. Olavasayit. Afterwards, you make a bracha achas mein shalash. You make your alamichal or your bracha achas mein shalash. Amar Rabbi Bamari Amar Rabbi Shumei Levi. Kol Shumei Shiva Saminim. Anything that's from the Shiva Saminim. I guess that's not bread. Batchilim Avarech Barbanei Eitz. You make a barbanei. It's not making barbanei. It's some bread. But it means the other ones, the dates, the figs. Olavasayit. Bracha achas mein shalash. Again, you make this bracha achas mein shalash. So we, we've been saying this phrase, bracha achas me inshallah, the last eight often. What exactly is this? So Amr Leah Bailer of Dimi. My new bracha achas me inshallah. What is this bracha achas me inshallah? Amr Leah, a period of eights, when it comes to fruits that you make a uh, bracha achas me inshallah, the fruits of the uh, Shiva Saminim. So then you say, Bracha Tar Shem Akinim Al Chalam Ala Eitz Val Pri Eitz Val Tzunu Vasasada Val Eretz Chem Natar Ruchava Shen Chat Lo Vesinu Lachem Repiyah Val Zboi Mituva Rachim Hashem Alekinu Aitzvah Lamecha Val Shlam Rechav Val Mikdashecha Val Mizbechecha Uvesivni Yerushalayim Ir Kachecha B'Mehira B'Yemenu. This is actually the Sephardic uh, way of saying it. Valinu Lasecha V'Samchinu Ba Ashkenazim have other uh, sources, whatever. Yerushalmi Kiata Toiv Umetiv Lakal. That's the bracha you say on on the fruits of the Shiva Saminim, but. The, uh, the chameshes aminim. What about the chameshes mini dagon on your on your, uh, on your cookies? What what do you what do you make on that? And then we say alamichia v'alka kolavat nuvasasada. That the choisim and you finish off ala aretz v'al hamichia. You finish off by saying ala aretz v'al hamichia. Now we're going to skip the next line of the gemara because the gura takes it out. It seems out of place. Rav Chizda Amar. When it comes to fruit, you say ala aretz v'al perisal. You say on the. On, you thank Hashem for the land and for its fruit. You thank Hashem for the land and fruit, but not its fruit. So one is talking about in, uh, in Babel, for us, we say and they say it makes no sense. Inu achle vanam varchinen what? They're in Eretz they're eating the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. So it makes sense they should say its fruit. And we in Bubble, we're going to say Perisel. So the Mark says, You're right. You say the bracha on on Paris in Bavel. Because Rav Yechen lived in Eretz Yisrael, in Tveria. So he would say Perisel on its fruit. If you're eating fruits of Eretz Yisrael, you say Perisel. That's the halacha clearly in Shulchan Aruch. Because because in those days they didn't have fruits of Meritisol and Bava. But today you're drinking uh, you're drinking wine. Meritisol, if you're making the ala gafen, you say uh, a gafna. If you're eating an egg, or you're eating some type of meat, but first you make a shahakal of a when you're finished, burn a fashion rabbis. Avayaka, but for vegetables lie. 
you don't make a bracha achorin on vegetables. Yes, when it comes to vegetables, you do make a bracha achorin on. Avomaya, water, no bracha achorin on water. Papa Amar, afilu maya, even water, you do make a baron of fashas. Fine. Rav Zutra would do like Rav Zutra Baradimi. He would make a burn of fashas after eggs and meat. Proteins, but not after vegetables. Rav Shimon Rashi Ovid, Kirab Yitzhak, that even after vegetables, he would make a burn of fashas, but not after water. The Simonic, how do you remember this? Again, they didn't write Tarash So how do they remember this? Chag betray that one person goes like two, meaning Marzutra was mentioned without his father. Marzutra, he's called one. So he goes like the person that was mentioned as two. Kirav Yitzhak bar Avdimi. With Trey, and who's the, the two person? That's Rav Shimi bar Ashi. He goes like Chad. Who's Chad, Rav Yitzhak? Fine. That's how you remember it. Okay. I'm Rav Ashi. I'm mid when I remember I do like all of them I say like everyone it sounds like it wasn't so significant the explains this but it sounds like yeah when I remember I say even on water okay but that's the Gemara next Tanan we learned in the Mishnah need a kosher ton brachal acharav ton brachal anything that needs a bracha afterwards needs a bracha before it but v'yeish ton bracha lefanav. There are those. There are certain things that need a bracha before. V'ain ton bracha lachrav, and they do not need a bracha afterwards. Now, the Gemara says like this: Bishleim the Rav Yitzchak Dimi. It makes sense according to Rav Yitzchak Dimi. What's this thing that does not need a bracha afterwards, but you still make a bracha before? Bafuke yarka vegetables. He only made a bracha on burn of fushes on proteins. He didn't make a burn of fushes on his vegetables. So therefore. It, it makes sense. This fits that Mishnah. There are certain things that you recite a bracha before, but not afterwards. The Rabbi Yitzchak, what's that coming to exclude? Lafuke Maya. According to him, you would not make a burn of fashas on water. Al Rav Papa, according to Rav Papa, who says you make a burn of fashas even on water, Lafuke Maya. What's it coming to exclude? And for the Gemara, Lafuke Mitzvah is coming to exclude Mitzvah. Okay? So Mitzvah, you make a bracha before, before you take Lulav. You don't make a bracha when you put your Lulav down. Lulav Neb Marava, Nerit Yisrael, the Basra de Mesakit Filayu. When they took off their tefillin, they make a bracha. We don't make this bracha. What's it coming to exclude? It's coming to exclude. When you smell something, you make a bracha before, but you don't make a bracha. Just by the way, the Shulchan brings down this, this concept of, of this bracha, and he says that's the reason why we don't make this bracha, but, but you should not take your tefillin off until after Revalatzion, because you say the Yirat sign of Lishmar Chukacha. So he says that's the minute to not remove your tefillin until after the, the Yirat sign in Uvalatzion Goyal, that we say uh, in the morning. Okay. I'm Rabbi Yanni, I'm a Rav. If you're eating something the size of an egg, you're in a gas station and you're only able to eat, you know, an egg size uh, worth of food. So you're looking around. Should you pick your, uh, your Reese's uh, cup, peanut butter cups? Or should, what should you get? So if you want no bang for buck, what's going to satiate you? Get an egg. A, uh, it's better to have a slightly roasted egg from six lugim of of a uh, of a uh, flower. Okay, so that's better. It's it's greater than six lugim of flour. This uh, fine, but but. Tiviasa, if it's fully roasted, then it's only it's only better than arba. It's only better than four lugim of flour. Meaning, slightly roasted egg is better for you better for you than a fully roasted egg. What about a boiled egg? Mivushalta. You have your hard boiled egg. So kol kabeitza. So that's when Rabbi Yanai said, any time you're going to eat the shear of a beitza, so beitza taivim. The best thing to do is eat a uh, a hard boiled egg. So again, that's the. Uh, that's the Gemara. But Levar Mibisra, except for Basar, 
if you want to eat, buster is always better than, uh, than an egg. <coughs> okay, this is a smack in the face to the vegans. Next. Even if you eat vegetables, you would bench on vegetables. There's something that vegetables are so significant you're going to bench on. So we had this before. We spoke about this, uh, the, sto- the, the core of the, uh, the cabbage. So that was a hush of a food then. People ate that as a meal. Today we, we, we wouldn't even imagine this being satiating, but that's what they had. That was the prime example of a shellac that's, that's muzzin. Okay? Tanur Abana. Tchol yafalashinayim. Spleen, eating a spleen is good for your teeth, uh, your toothpaste, the kashal of name but it's bad for your intestines. Kreshim, you have a leak. Kashal of it's not good for your teeth. The yafal of but it's good for your intestines. Kol yarek chai, any uh, a raw vegetable, myrik, it, it takes away your, uh, your, your, your facial um, uh, look. The chol katan, if you're eating something small that did not grow they're not fully developed. Maktin, it makes a person smaller. Rachol nefesh, if you eat something that's a nefesh, that's alive, again, this is not alive, but it means something that was alive, like an animal. So meshivas nefesh, it restores the health to your, to your nefesh. Rachol kar the nefesh, and if you eat something that's close to the animal's life, we'll see what this means. Meshivas nefesh, it restores your, your, uh, your chiyas. Kruv, uh, cabbage is good lamazon. Utradin, and beets, the rafua is good for rafua. Then the Gemara says, Oyla Labayas, what was on to the, to the house? Shahalefes of Eris that they eat uh, turnips. So don't eat turnips. Okay, now we're going to go through each thing. Amramar. Tchol, Yafala Shinayim, the spleen is good for Shinayim, it's good for your teeth, the it's not good for your intestines. So, Maitakante, what do you do? You want to have good teeth, but you don't want to, you know, be in pain. So, Mars is very simple. Nilase, chew it, finish dying, and then don't, don't swallow it. So, therefore, you'll get the benefits of the teeth, but you won't have to uh, deal with the stomach issues afterwards. Creation, what about leak? Kashan Lishinayim, it's not good for your teeth. The Yafala Shinayim, but it's good for your intestines. So, what, do you, what, what should you do? So, I would have said, first eat the leak, and then eat the. Uh, the, the spleen. So cook it very long so it gets so soft you don't have to chew it. So then you have it as a smoothie and then you don't have to deal with the teeth issue so you can have the benefits without the teeth, right? You can take caffeine pills and you don't uh, have the, the, the harmful effects of caffeine on your teeth. Okay, um, next. Kol yarek chai myrik. Any raw vegetable, myrik, um, it, it takes away your, 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 uh, what did you say? Continents. Okay, meaning your, your face looks pale, <coughs> you don't look good. Okay? I'm Rav Yitzhak, that's only the Sudarishayna Shalacharakaz. That's only the first meal after someone did bloodletting, so then he shouldn't eat these raw vegetables. From Rav Yitzhak, yeah, outside. That's not really bloodletting, but okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, okay. From Rav Yitzhak, someone who eats these vegetables before four hours into the day, meaning he did not, in the times of uh, the Gemara, they had set times for meals. So the Gemara says a typical person had his meal, his suda, uh, after the fourth hour. So if a person eats raw vegetables, eats raw onions the first, in the first four hours of the day, but he did not eat his other foods yet, so then, you cannot talk to him. My timer, he has bad breath. He didn't eat his, his breakfast yet. He has morning breath with onions, so not a good uh, recipe. Therefore, don't talk to him because you're gonna, you know, it's not gonna be good. What this is the Shabbos morning Gabai dilemma, right? No, yeah. yeah. What, what do you, what do you say about this? Shabbos morning, yeah. The guy didn't eat anything. Just tell you his name. That's why we stopped the Mishaberach, I'm sure. So. <laughs> 
You're not allowed to eat raw vegetables during the first four hours of the day. Not only can you not talk to people, but you can't even eat. They were sitting. They brought out the raw vegetables during the first four hours of the day. They went, they ate it because they didn't. Uh, they were not concerned for Rav Yitzchak Shita that you cannot eat from these vegetables. Amei Merav Ashi Achal, right? The Marzutra Lai Achal, but Marzutra did not eat. So Amrule, they told Marzutra, my daitach, you hold like Dama Rav Yitzchak, Ha'echa Yar Kodem Abashois, Asl Asapra Menem Shem Recha. What are you? Why are you not eating? Because you hold that there's an issue to talk to someone who ate raw vegetables. We ate the raw, we ate the raw onions, but you're still talking to us. So you obviously do not hold of this Rav Yitzchak that said you cannot talk to someone who ate these raw onions. So Amalahu, I know he eat the Rav Yitzchak's I like the other sheet of Rav Yitzchak. The Rav Yitzchak asla adam. Meaning, when Rav Yitzhak said you cannot eat raw vegetables, it was different than saying you cannot talk to someone. Meaning, he wasn't dealing with other people here. Every person on his own is not allowed to eat raw onions. So, so uh, Marzutra held like this Rav Yitzhak, you're not allowed to eat uh, raw onions. You guys ate it, I can still talk to you, but I'm not allowed to eat it. That's why he didn't partake of the raw vegetables. Kol katan makhtin, anything that's small, that didn't, uh, that didn't uh, fully develop, it makes a person smaller, or it limits a person's growth. Amrav Chista, Afilu even this fat uh, gadi, this, this young uh, young uh, gadi, is still you should not eat it. I'm an out Lesbe River that it didn't grow a quarter of its full potential. Isbe River, let's see, it grew a quarter of its full potential. Less lamba, there's no problem. You can eat this uh, this goat. Call nefesh, anything that's uh, nefesh has a heartbeat. Mesha nefesh, Amrav Papa, Afilu Gildene, the beginning these small little fish, so that. That uh, that's considered nefesh, and you should eat that again against the uh, the vegans. That you should eat uh, meat and fish that restores the the health. Kolakar of the nefesh, meshevas nefesh. Amrav acha bayakov unka. This is talking about near the throat, that it's near the life source of the cow. So you should eat this because it will restore the nefesh. So if you if you're a butcher, so some of the sweetbreads actually come from this place. So. This uh, this is what the Gemara is talking about. Amalei Rava the Shamei Kimaisis Li Umtzer the Bisser. When you go to uh, to the butcher, Tarach Vaisli Mehicha Demakar Lebei Bruch. Try to find me neck neck meat, or I think it's really talking about the other parts near the throat. So uh, you'll, uh, you'll you'll ask your local butcher. But I think it's talking about the the sweetbreads. Something that that uh, that Zarbowski is explaining in Kulin Share that this is right near the uh, it, it brings some of the blood. So that would be considered. Uh, you have cabbage is good for muzzin and beets are good for fuah. So the Gemara says, Kruv is good for muzzin but not for fuah. We learned, we said this, there are six things that restore a person's health. And it's a good fuah. Uh, cabbage, trudden, mesisin, some type of uh, tea, uh, mint, dvash, honey, keva, uh, parts of the stomach, the heres, and the womb of, a, of, a, of an animal, the urceris, a covid, and the diaphragm. Diaphragm, right. Okay, your, sta- your skirt steak. Ela Amos, the Gemara says, kruv aflamazan. Kruv also for. Muslim, meaning it's good for a fuah and for muzzin. Next, wall is to a house that has the lefes, the, the turnip inside of it. Rabbi said to his servant, when you see turnip, don't ask me what are you going to eat this with, meaning I'm definitely get this, I want this with bread, definitely purchase it. So Amar Abaya, 
the Bryce was talking about me blue basar when he just ate turnip straight without meat, but if it was cooked with, with meat in a stew, then it's good. Rava Amar Rava says Mibliyain. It means that you ate turnip, but you didn't drink wine afterwards. But if you ate turnip and drank wine afterwards, no problem. Itmar Rava Amar Mibli Basar. Shmuel Amar Mibli Eitzim. Rav says when we say turnip is bad, it's when you didn't eat it with meat. Shmuel says when it didn't have a long time to cook. Mibli Eitzim with that with with lack of wood. Rav Yechon Amar Mibliyain. You didn't drink wine afterwards. Amalei Rava Lo Rav Papa Sudani, meaning a, a brewmaster. He had a brewery. Anan Tavrino Leva Bisravachamra. We we uh, knock out the sharpness of the of the lefes of the um, turnip through cooking it with meat and drinking wine afterwards. Atun, you you don't drink wine because that's that's anti your uh, your brewery. You would only drink beer. But my Tavrisala, what do you how do you take away the strength of the turnip? I'm Malay. TV with with wood we cook it for a long time. He had the bisu the rapapa the wife of the papa the bosom the bavashlo when she was uh, cooking her life as tarvali the tanun api parsiasa she would uh, she would break eighty uh, eighty um, branches eighty logs of wood to burn underneath the, uh, the pot for this lefes. Let's do two more pieces. You have a salty fish. Sometimes it could kill people. That's Beshiva, the seventh day of its of its brining process. Be'esher Meshiva, the 27th day. Some say Be'esher Meshloisha, the 23rd day of its uh, of, of salting. It's only when it was roasted a little bit, but not totally roasted. Shaper was fully roasted. Less than but there's no problem. With Le Mitzvah Shaper, when we said it wasn't uh, fully roasted, it's not good. That's only when El Adlai Shasa Basri Shichra. That's only when you didn't drink beer afterwards. You drink beer afterwards, less than there's no problem. And the Mishnah says someone who drinks water for his thirst. What's it coming to exclude? Someone who's choking. I mean, obviously, if he's choking, he's not going to make a bracha. But it means someone has something stuck in his throat and he needs water to get it, to get it out of his throat. So then you would not make a bracha. Toysis over here includes drinking it for, uh, for Rafua for uh, some other reasons, but that would be why you would not make a bracha on shak unless you're thirsty. You're on number, burn the fushes, rabbis for chasrenan. You always make a burn the fushes before you drink water. So we're on memheim and aleph. Amalei rav rav nachman le rav le abaya varmi le rav yosef hilchosamai. How do we paskin? Do you say shahaka uh, before you before you say burn the fushes before you drink your water, or do you say burn the fushes? So amalei pukhazim amad abaya. Go see what everyone's doing. It's a tremendous cloud. Go see what people are doing. We make a we make a shahako, and then we make a burn the fushes after drinking water. Shkoyach.